So I'd like to welcome you very, very warmly to this retreat. Uh, I'm Caroline. So I'll be with you over these days offering some support and teachings. So this evening, um, <clears throat> I'm wanting to really offer some thoughts um, about how we are on retreat as much as what what we do on retreat. Um, and so talk a little bit and cover some of the practicalities. And for those of you who are new, there are a number of you, so hoping very much that you'll feel that you kind of uh, understand a little bit, able to feel you can settle, you can begin and be here. Um, and for those of you who are uh, familiar with Claire House, um, again, welcoming you back. And I think um, this moment of you know, the moments of transition, the times of you know coming from one place to another, beginning here. And um, I think one of the themes I wanted to kind of bring up is this, this real invitation to um, bring an equal amount of interest and care to all the moments of our life. You know, this tendency I think we all have to, you know, make some moments more important than others for various reasons. And, so real opportunity to, um, as we settle in, really feel, see what it would be to really, um, yeah, open to welcome just each uh, each moment of arrival, just however it is, of whatever's around for you, and however you're feeling, and really feel like you can uh, be present with that, however that is for you whatever thoughts and feelings and so on might be going on. Um, so I was thinking about this, I was thinking retreat, again, we, we make these divisions, but in one sense we're stepping away from our life, you know, and normal place, routines, maybe relationships and so on. And, I mean, in another way, you know, our life comes right with us. And... <laughs> mind you know we 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 find we find familiar uh, patterns of of mind and so on that we find them here too so both in a way an opportunity to maybe rest in a simpler simpler way of life for a few days and um Within that, you know, the possibility of yeah, of meeting ourselves, and and then who knows what that's gonna uh, bring. So, and as well as being a place of of rest, it can also be a place of challenge. So maybe 
Yeah. Um, on or off retreat. Now, what do we find? What do we see? But here we have these, this opportunity, this precious opportunity to uh, inquire deeply into our life. Whatever that, whatever that means for us. Um, and I really, I really think that it's helpful to think of this time as a gift, as a, as a, in a way, an act of generosity in so many different ways to to oneself, to all the other people who are on retreat here to all the people in your life so that the benefit of our practice here is shared it's not just for you know me it's not it's when we're here we're here together and i think this is part of again that this opportunity to 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 explore that that sense of being able to be alone to be to be really nurturing that sense of connection with with our own experience and yet at the same time to be open and here here we all are in this room together working together so um i think that that realizing that gift that our practice is to to others um really helpful and and you know in Gaia House there's another retreat going on at the moment there are work retreats there are personal retreats there are coordinators and um, staff and, and many many people practicing here together so I think to really draw on that as a source of support uh, that sense of really being part of something while you're here really contributing to something in so, in so many different ways um, as well as really um, finding out how, how this can be a benefit to oneself so so often at the beginning of, of retreat it's helpful to ask a question even if we don't necessarily get the answer why am I here or what uh, are my hopes or aspirations for this time of retreat and as much as possible to listen kind of you know listening seeing well what yeah what, what is this about and being receptive to perhaps what comes and perhaps over the days you know there's different layers and levels of that what is this for or um, what what is my aspiration and as much as possible as well to see the expectations you know the I want it to be like this or oh no it's going to be like that or all of those sorts of of thoughts and really noticing and as much as possible yeah letting go of that and and and, um the attitude of openness or curiosity now I wonder what what might happen what might I discover what, what might this what might this open up because we really don't we really don't know um, so when we reflect on um, purpose or, or motivation in practice um, the the Buddha was 
really clear in a way about the purpose and he would say there is no one purpose in the teachings and that is um, suffering and the end of suffering or understanding suffering understanding the conditions that lead to suffering and the conditions that lead to happiness and that we can through our meditation practice, through our being here, we can learn more about how to foster the conditions that give rise to happiness for ourselves and others. We can learn the con- more about those, those conditions that give rise to more suffering. You know, when we when we when we when we begin to see to see more clearly and then the kind of response that's possible. So um, that is a theme I wanted to be kind of bringing out during the retreat in different ways of really asking what what inner and and to some extent outer what are the conditions of mind, of heart, that really support well-being? And that those are conditions I can actually, you know, incline the mind towards. The things that will be, the practices will be touching on, the mindfulness, the kindness, the investigation. These are all um, supportive of... Um, Clarity and well-being and, and letting go. Um, and although the retreat form, you know, being at Guy House, it's a, it's a kind of special, particular kind of uh, a form that we'll, I'll talk more about. But what I really, I, as I was thinking about this, I really felt like when we experience this, of, of coming into the retreat and, 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 and learning how we create a container here, how we, how we participate in creating a vehicle, a ship of kindness, maybe a ship of fools also. How we, how we both from the beginning and then from just a, coming back to that intention again and again for our for ourselves and for all of us. And that that learning, you know, when we see, we see that a moment of kindness, we see that brings happiness. You know, we see a moment of patience and we see, oh, oh yeah, right. We, 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 can, we can really, just in a very simple, small, moment-to-moment ways, we, we can learn all the time. And those moments of contraction and harshness and, and, you know, and we can bring compassion, compassionate awareness to those moments. And, oh, there it goes again. No, right. Okay, coming back to mindfulness, coming back to kindness. So we are uh, training both in cultivating those, those wholesome conditions of mind and heart, but also... This is so practical for our life because we can take what we learn and adapt that to and in the conditions of our our life wherever we are. 
So I, I feel that's that's really important again in terms of this trying to think about integration and not making uh, divisions between bits of our lives. So uh, retreat, off retreat, you know, whatever it is, um, that we can always um, um, practice creating this container for our practice. So the three particular elements of the, this creating this container that we're all uh, be doing here together are the ethical precepts um, and the silence and the simplicity. Those are the three three aspects I'd like to, to touch on. And that these, um, in a way, uh, the container, well, they, they are what support our exploration. They, in a way, what make possible learning insight. You know, learning how to really calm the mind, how to, to steady ourselves in the storms of pain and pleasure and, you know, the chaos our, our life sometimes can feel like. And that without without this basic uh, kindness, I, I feel more and more we, we, you can't practice. It's just, it doesn't, that the, the kindness and this, this ethical commitment, the Buddha described sometimes the ethical, uh, the ethical life as thoughts, words and deeds of loving kindness. So um, when we... Um, are thinking about the precepts. He can really have a sense of them as a place, a, a tremendous support, a refuge, a, a, a real in our in our life and in our practice here, su- such a such a, a place we can come back to. You know, when we're tempted to to uh, to do something that's not in our own best interests or the best interests of others. So this this commitment, I want to um, kind of invite you to reflect on these precepts, and not as a you know a kind of rule or a commandment, or but really as an invitation to reflection and exploration through the days here and and beyond, if if you um, have that interest. But but that they through the way that they um, they they provide again a, a, a structure a container um, a really really clear sort of reference point that we can come back to not not that the answer is always obvious but that we can have a place to come where we we have okay the first precept I'm just gonna I'd like to go through them. I have a, a version of them which I really like, which has both the aspect of restraint or refraining and the aspect of cultivation. So if you can tune into these two kind of rhythm, the, the sort of rhythm of, of, these, of these precepts, that there's a way that they can help us to stop, to pause, to not go down that road. And they're also saying, and instead cultivate this so there's a real there's a restraint and refraining which is sometimes what we need and then there's a okay I can open to this I can cultivate this so the first one I undertake the training to refrain from harming living creatures I take 
I undertake the training to practice compassionate action. So in our meditation, in our work, in the way we move around the house, open and close doors, we can really explore this. We can find out so much about it and um, what is compassionate action. So the second one, um, I undertake the training to refrain from taking that which is not given. I undertake the training to practice contentment. Sometimes it's like the whole of the practice seems to kind of be sometimes in these precepts for me. But that's enough. That's one of John, one of John Peacock's images of the whole of the teachings, like a blancmange. Because if you press it in one spot, the whole thing wobbles, as it's all connected. So while we're here, we have this the simplicity practice. Possibly, you know, we haven't got our fridge or or radio or whatever it is you know that we 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 have in our life that we we have uh, less of our things around and we have this wonderful opportunity to practice that generosity of um, creating a safe space for each other that we know nobody's going to take our things we're not going to take other people's things And what a gift that is in this world to create that, to, to give that to each other. And to practice contentment with what is here. And um, again, we can, we can sense our reactions, things that we wish were different and uh, things we wish we had, we want whatever it is, and noticing that. And then this, this inclining the mind, okay, what, what is here? What can I appreciate? What? And this was part of the training that the Buddha would give the monks and nuns and the lay people often. It would start with generosity and the ethical precepts and in contentment, practicing contentment with what one has. It's a wonderful opportunity so the next precept, I undertake the training to refrain from sexual activity. I undertake the training to practice responsibility in all my relationships. So while we're here again to create that uh, simplified environment um, where uh, we are giving ourselves and other people space to uh, be, to explore, to not have to uh, um, um, get involved in certain roles or um, certain ways of reacting, interacting with each other that might involve sexual or romantic or all those things. And so we can, when we refrain from, in this context, not a judgment against, but an opportunity to see some of those energies, some of those thoughts. And when we're not acting them out, we see, we can see more. We can feel that. We can learn to understand and bring kindness to that. 
and what a gift that is to our life. Because I think for many of us, the area of sexuality, of relationships and romantic love, etc., is, is so, can be so difficult sometimes for m- m- many of us. So to really, you know, it's an opportunity for, for being able to see some of that and also to, in a way, release ourselves from that, to practice simplicity, to, to practice letting go. And this sort of sense of an opportunity that we have together to just be human beings together. So what would, what would that be? So to practice responsibility in relationship, again, we can, as we're moving around the house and working and sitting, we can actually see uh, how what arises for us when we are seeing people, you know, and we and we can see, we can we can start to see, we can feel uh, emotions or judgments or appreciation, whatever it is, and. On the basis of that, seeing more of that, be able to make, you know, wiser choices. I think this is so much for our life, you know, um, where, where we can choose more how then we do relate because we're not just uh, unconsciously following patterns which we're often not even aware of before we sit down and retreat and then you realise you're in the dining room and you realise, well, I say I, I realise sometimes that uh, critical thoughts are just... One retreat where I just realised, oh my goodness, I thought I was such a nice person. Now I'm kind of having a critical thought about somebody every few minutes or more. So to see that, not 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 judging it, but oh, the possibility of um, more choice in how we relate. The next preset, refraining from... So I undertake the training to refrain from harmful speech. I undertake the training to practice noble silence. So within the context of a mostly silent retreat, we do have opportunities for talking. So um, the opportunity of that with the work and you know, sometimes needing to check things out or when we have question and answer or interviews and so on. We can, um, again, bring mindfulness to that. And we can um, also look into the intentions, the place where the speaking is coming from. So very, very, very rich and to again simplify and obviously on retreat it's about taking care of the silence and letting communication be as um, functional as possible just kind of what's needed and then you can really watch the mind think oh I want to say more I want to you know and you can so to sort of contain that to see what's really necessary what's really helpful and again you know Many people find what a relief in the simplicity of that to be able to have a, a simpler way of relating through speech. Just uh, a couple of things about the silence. If it's new, 
to you, or, or even if it's not sometimes coming on retreat, it can be, oh, um, very, hmm, you know, well, it's quiet here. And just really noticing what our reaction is to that. And maybe it changes through even this evening or tomorrow morning. Sometimes maybe it feels, hmm, sometimes it feels, hmm. <laughs> so you can notice as well changing, changing relationship with that. The real invitation to two things mainly. One is to, to take care of the silence for all of our benefit, for the benefit that it, that it is for practice, for the space um, that it creates for all of us. And also to ha- see what it would be to befriend the silence or to perceive the supportive aspect of silence. Especially if there are sort of questionable or sort of nervous or even negative uh, connotations of silence, which there can be sometimes, just to notice that, to see, oh, can I, how would it be if I approach that in a different way? So lastly, I undertake the training to refrain from the use of intoxicants and I undertake the training to care for my body and mind. So again, by way of, of simplifying, by way of um, supporting the clarity of mind that is conducive to, um, to learning, to seeing, and um, exploring what it means to take care uh, of our body and mind in what we eat, what we consume, what we expose ourselves to, you know, the whole thing in our daily life, our TV. And so this precept can be broadened to include all, all of that. Um, certainly to encourage anybody on um, prescribed medication, please, to continue, continue with that. Okay, so so I've mentioned simplicity. Um, would encourage you to bury your cell phone in the garden, but if you don't feel like doing that, perhaps in your suitcase, <laughs> but really to switch it off and really, really put it aside. I know for some people it can be quite difficult to do that. Um, so would really encourage you to to do that. Um, also to encourage you to let go of reading and writing for the time of the retreat. Again, it really helps to settle and quiet the mind and simplify our time. Um, the schedule, I think, is it will be up on on the board after this. Um, time and to really encourage you to as much as possible give yourself to the schedule to um, not to have to decide what to do next and what that how with the space that that opens up for us to really um, connect with 
the here and now in a, in a much simpler, more direct way. Um, there will be um, question answer time. There will be one to one, so I can check in with each of you at some point. And if you need to uh, see me or speak to me, please um, leave me a note on the on the board, and I'll be um, happy to offer any additional support if you feel like you need that. Um, So in terms of arriving here, and particularly for people who are new, this evening and tomorrow morning, I would really encourage um, just to really uh, look and listen and in a way come into the five senses as a way of helping yourself arrive here. You know, and this, if you don't know it, to look around the garden. It's kind of dark and raining, but if you put your wellies on and wrap up and put some rain gear on, you know, so you could even do that if you want. But in the house, and just to really, so you really help the sense of oh, really arriving here and seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. This really helps, I think, the process of coming into contact with this place, this place. So this is the this is the way that we this is some of the ways that we create a container for practice. But as I was thinking about this, I realized this is the practice. So in a way that the how is the what. As then I going on to think about okay, the meditation practice. No. We will be practicing mindfulness and There'll be instructions and we'll investigate and we'll do some loving-kindness meditation. And all of these things that I've been talking about are, in a way, they, they are supportive of that practice, but they are also, they are the practice. You know, that they, they, they require sensitivity and mindfulness. They, they, are, they are the practice of kindness. And I think this is such a helpful, also, a thing for our, for our life. Here we think, well, I haven't got enough time to do my meditation practice. And that's important, and we, we find that time um, when we can. But also to see that the how, the, 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 um, the, the, the qualities of intention, particularly with ethics, but with the, all the other ways in which we practice patience and the ways that we practice generosity in our life, that that is the practice. I think it's, it's really important because I think we so easily, and included, get a bit locked in on sitting on the cushion or retreat or whatever it is and to really have a sense that, that how we are how we are with this moment, any moment, is, is the practice, it is the path, it is the place where we can learn to be free of suffering. And that in a way, it's that, that learning that um, 
coming into that clear, kind uh, sensitivity to each moment, um, then we begin to realize that freedom, that possibility of freedom that is here and now. And that is not dependent on being any particular where, any particular way. So, as we as we practice the uh, beginning of the retreat and settling in and finding the bathroom and figuring out whether to have the window open, you know, in your room. And by the way, we feel free to check in with each other if you are sharing a room. And, and, um, you know that all of this can be, can be can be practiced, and I, I really think that the, this is part of the great gift of, of of work retreat to actually really have that commitment and that commitment to continuity. So I'd really encourage you, you know, right from the beginning, if if that to really, um, if you, as much as you feel led to to. See, what would it be to make that commitment to con- continuity, to continual, to, to honouring every the moment of getting up off the cushion, the moment of going through the door, the moment of getting the tea bag into the cup. And it can be helpful to slow down. And not because slowing down is, you know, any magical thing, but it really can be helpful. But also within a work retreat, we'll talk more about this tomorrow morning. Now we can experiment a bit with pace, and we can we can explore that a bit. Um, but again, in terms of arriving, it's really helpful to to slow down. Um, so. Um, Does anyone have any questions about any practical thing or anything that's not clear so far? Okay. Okay. So I think, yeah, that's that's probably feels like uh, enough of me talking in that way for now. So I'd like to now um, just spend a little time with posture sitting posture and then have a a reasonably short period of of guided meditation so um, some of you may have a tried and tested posture that you're really comfortable with and some of you may may not so we'd really encourage you uh, especially uh, the beginning and the first few sittings to find out what works and not to feel like you're sort of right, you've sat down like this so you've got to stay like this for the rest of the retreat <laughs> but to use a chair if that feels you know, that could be helpful try using a bench um, and uh, 
find out, yeah, find out what, what works. And uh, there'll be some more opportunity tomorrow to, you know, ask more questions about that if you need to. So before we sit, I'd like to invite you to um, just gently, mindfully stand up and just stretch or move your body, whatever you feel like you'd like to do. And if you would like to get more cushions from the back room, then feel free or if you want to find a chair also.